I remember um, giving offers to the various interns and we, we gave some people X, some people Y. It was all within a range, right? Mm-hmm. It was uh, within 74 to 79K mm-hmm. annually. That was like, I graduated college, that's what I make. Um, well, they all started talking about what they were making. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of when I was first exposed to this whole trend of like, wait a minute, I'm, I literally just wrote you an offer and you're going to tell everybody what you're making. My reaction to that was, I don't want to deal with the headache of people getting frustrated. So every single offer I wrote after that standard was right in the middle. Gen Zers, they are not afraid to talk about how much they make Yep. to everybody. Yep. And also some millennials too. Yeah. I, I know I'm definitely in that camp of, you know, Broadcast. being open. Yeah. Yeah. With respect, I should say. It seems like Gen Z is doing this because they're hoping for better pay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For everybody. We found a study that might suggest that that is not what is actually happening or it's not happening in it's not having the exact effects like because there there is some some of the pay inequality is at least getting minimized but it's not to the benefit of everyone yeah the harvard the harvard business journal conducted a study where they essentially found out that when you implement um, salary bans, or you essentially flatten salaries, it results in better pay equality for the the lower performers or the people that maybe didn't understand how to negotiate their salary. Like some people do directly benefit from this, mm-hmm. but the higher performers, the ones who you know, the one percent, right? The people that are like highly exceptional at their craft, and they they command a higher yeah, salary. Are just going above and beyond. They generally have to take a pay cut to compensate for it. And again, it goes back to the whole model of, I only have a bucket of money. If I got to pay this person more, it means I got to pay this person less. Yeah. So, what's happening is these higher performers are leaving. Because not every company is right, doing because this. the salary bans aren't uniform. They're not. They're not mandated by the federal government. So you can. So so the the way I like to put it is: let's say you have a higher performer right now who's commanding. He's he's making one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year as a senior developer, and with this new salary ban in place, the company would have to offer that person one hundred and forty eight thousand mm-hmm. to in order to bring up somebody else's salary. That person could go to another company that might even be willing to pay 165 or 168K. Because that's their norm. Because that's their norm. And they're not implementing these these this pay transparency, these these salary bans. So they might have somebody on their team that's you know maybe 20% underpaid, mm-hmm. and that money is going to a particular position. So it, it's resulting, or at least what this study is suggesting, is it's resulting in some of those top performers leaving. Because yeah. they want they want that extra ten thousand dollars, or they're uh, you know this is back to the whole thing, right? Act your wage type of thing. So they're they're seeing that they're undervalued, so they're essentially for all intents and purposes sandbagging their work to match 
what they think that that salary oh, yeah, is. 100%. Okay, you wait, you're going to you don't want to pay me what I could make over here, then why am I going to put in the extra effort? Yeah. Um ironically, and this one of the things that the study calls out um is that when you pay an underperformer more money, what do you like what would your instinct tell you that that person would do? They would probably do the same amount of work or maybe less. What this study has shown is that that person will actually work harder when you pay them more. Yeah. Because they feel like they have to justify their salary. Mm-hmm. There's like a, oh man, you're, pay- you're paying me that much? Oh, I-, I better... Yeah, I better step up my game. Yeah. yeah. Prior to reading this and prior to talking to you about this off camera, yeah. I was vehemently opposed to transparency. transparency. Yeah. I, like, I wanted to argue why this is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but after studying it more... I've pretty much come around. Like I, I genuinely believe that, despite the the a couple of the high performers leaving, it is a better system all around. Yeah, and and not to say that it's perfect in any which way. Yeah, but you know, in terms of the equality, or at least you know, not every. I think we and we see this right now, like in um, sales industries, right? And the analogy is. You know, are you going to go to a dealership and you're going to haggle for the price of your car or are you going to go to CarMax and then you're just going to get a uniform price? And you, there's no negotiation. It's just in and out. It's a transaction at yep. that point. Yep. You know, and I can see that being um, desirable for a lot of individuals of like, I don't I don't need to fight. Not everything that I do in my life is battle. Like I can come in and I, I know what rage I'm going to get and whatever it may and be. And you know it's going to be f- equitable. It right. might not be like the peak what you could possibly make, but you don't have to worry that you're getting underpaid. Right. I remember when we, the company, the, one of the companies we worked for, we partnered with a local university for uh, hiring interns. And um, we started offering these interns full-time positions. And I remember um, giving offers to the various interns and we we gave some people x some people y it was all within a range right mm-hmm. it was uh within 74 to 79k mm-hmm. annually that was like i graduated college that's what i make um well they all started talking about what they were making mm-hmm. and that that's kind of when I was first exposed to this whole trend of like, wait a minute, I'm I literally just wrote you an offer and you're gonna tell everybody what you're making. My reaction to that was I don't want to deal with the headache of people getting frustrated. So every single offer I wrote after that standard was right in the middle. Like I'm like I'm not dealing with this. Like so in that like again maybe that wasn't the right approach, but. It, it created confusion and chaos in the workplace. And rather than arguing with people and ultimately making probably some people unhappy with mm-hmm. my response, um, I just decided from that point on, this this is the offer we give new hires from this college. Um, if you don't like it, too bad. Yep. Um, and <laughs> it it worked. It 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 we didn't lose anybody over it and i think ultimately uh everybody felt better that they weren't getting cheated out mm-hmm. of money so 
my my, my um, re- knee jerk reaction to that it, I think is in line with what and that was that was two years ago that that's in line with what this study has basically revealed and all of those people that we gave that flat fixed offer they're they're still like they're happy like yeah. they're not upset um, now their pays have fluctuated since then because we don't have or we didn't have those like fixed salary bands as much yeah um, but at least. You yeah, know, raises it's a whole nother conversation yeah. and all this. Yeah, but at least at the at the onset, we got rid of all of the confusion and chaos by just saying this is this is the offer we give uh, new college grads. Yep. So overall, I think it's a good thing. It and, and ironically, the one area that you uh, it's supposed to storm. Jeez, it's supposed to storm and then it's supposed to turn into snow. That like. You couldn't hear it on the camera, probably, but or feel it on the camera for sure. That made my heart move. It was a giant, like multiple thunder booms. One of them felt like it was like close, really close. My yeah. heart kind of. Whew. It's electric. I was actually, I, I actually was about this was maybe when I was like fifteen. I was in a basement. You know how basements have like those little windows. Yeah. Um, there was a tree right outside that window, and I was playing, I think I was playing like Quake or something, and I saw these pink balls hit the window, and I thought like the neighbor kid was like hitting our window with a yeah. paintball gun. It was lightning. Little ball, little pink balls. Like, oh, yeah. Just like the sparks just, whatever. Just hitting like, I, and then we went outside, the tree was on fire, and it was cut in half. Like I've never, and we're talking, we were maybe 20 feet away from it. It was crazy. But yeah, the only thing that stopped those little electric balls from like hitting my brain was a tiny little glass window. That's funny. (laughs) You know, also the, uh, right. It's if you do get struck by lightning, you're actually more likely to get struck a second time. Cause you're like charged. Yeah. Like something changes in your chemistry. There is a, um, and this is all getting added out. I know, but like, uh, the owner of Sazes. Yeah. Yeah. He got struck by lightning twice. Like in the same day? No, in two different times. Oh, like it, it, uh, it like long term affects your body. Yeah. I'm gonna... Chris, we're gonna we're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's freaked the crap out of me. All right, so back to back to the conversation um, at hand. Um, the study would suggest that overall, that's a positive effect. And oh, that's what I was gonna say. Ironically, so the the one thing you would be worried about with all of this is I'm paying an underperformer too much. Mm-hmm. The study actually shows that 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 underperformer is, is gonna they're gonna step up their game. They're gonna do better, yeah. So, and and I've experienced this firsthand because th- there have been people that I've worked with who have s- sort of demanded pay increases, and yeah. I, I remember talking to the to my boss, and I'm, I would say, look, they 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 might not deserve this according to how you would measure success but the cost in to replace them is more than what they're asking for just give them what they want yeah and um you know reluctantly they're like okay but they better step up and what's funny is they did yeah without even me saying anything it's like all of a sudden when you pay them what they think they're worth they start to act their wage I hate that phrase, though. I but, know. Um, they they really do. They they feel like okay, you appreciate me, and now I'm gonna appreciate you back. And I know we said it, I know we said in past episodes like the whole actor wage is a bad thing. Like I'm not advocating for a person to 
underperform because you're underpaid. I, I think that is unethical. That's the wrong way. It's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Um, but if an employer is willing to pay you what you think you're worth, you it, it generally does result in that person being happier. And when you're happier, you perform better. Yeah. We all agree that the the flattening the the pay and like getting getting rid of the extremes, right? Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but you still want to incentivize performance. Like you don't want to completely decouple performance and pay. Yeah. So what's interesting is in this same review that we have here, um, in the end they're talking about hockey players, right? Yeah. So 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 they uh, it sounded like their salary. It seemed like based on how the article wrote it, it was uh their salaries were secret for a while and then they became transparent and what then they realized is the way that you got a higher salary was we had to make more goals and assists yeah forget you had to be yeah forget defense like you're going to be pure offense and then what they found out is then they started having higher scoring games which sure like maybe that was what the desire was who knows um but i think that there identifies a way of saying okay you know what we value goals so if you can make more goals then we will pay you more so i I think the equilibrium here is to base salary every everyone in some way with the salary band or however you want to do it and then give incentives for performance yeah and really i think in most companies they're known as uh KPIs kpis or key performance indicators and they're public because like you know everybody knows like okay you know what if i'm going if you're going to go above and beyond then i think it's a way for companies to incentivize and at least move the company in a trajectory that everyone's going to buy into whether they buy into it because of physical money or it's because like it's a thing that they want to do or whatever it is and then they get rewarded for those for that outcome no i i think it's good i i think having having a base pay like if 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 i had a base pay and for the record, you do know how much money I make. I, yes, I do. Because you know my base pay. Um, but you don't know how much money I make because I have three different like metrics, metrics of, yeah. of ways to make more money. So you know the bare minimum that I make, but not the actual amount. And I'm I'm okay with that. Like I like like I that doesn't bother me. But if you knew I'll ask at the end of the year and you'll tell I, me. I anyway. remember when we were we were filing for an LLC or mm-hmm. when we went to the bank and it was it was me, you and our other partner and they asked for my income and you guys were sitting in the room with me. I was like really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah. And I said my salary and you're like, huh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I felt like our relationship changed. Like, it's like you saw me naked in that moment. Yeah, but but also I remember sitting in that chair. I was like, I'm pretty sure I know how much you make. And then you said, it, and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, you know, this is, this is a thing of, um, you know, and like I said at the beginning of all this uh, about, you know, it's not just Gen Z that are being transparent. There's some millennials. Like, and again, I know that I was part of that camp and my first software job, you know, there were, there was a group of us that were pretty transparent about how much we were making. And um, honestly, what, what the funny thing about that, and this is probably one of the good things is it actually got all of the interns a higher wage. You guys like you guys unionized and well, like well, revolted. Well, so, part, so, so part of it was the manager recognizing that we were getting underpaid and then got that corrected. But like when he started real, because I was working two jobs at the time, he's like, "Why haven't you quit your other job?" Yeah, it's because I make more there. 
Yeah. You know, so like, and he's like, well, you should come here. I was like, I, sure, get me more. Like, this is what we're making as a group here. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I, I'm, you know, truthfully, Chris, I, I was going to, I thought I was going to argue against this entirely. Yep. Um, That's how we're doing this recording a fifth time now. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm sold on this. And I, I think, and especially now, like, I'm in a new, I'm in a new job where everybody knows what everybody makes. Yep. It was, it was really uncomfortable for me at first, but now I'm kind of okay with it. Yep. And, um, and I, I think, and then us talking about it too. You said like you know, even the companies in the area know what the other like what they're offering each other, like each other. Yeah, like the generally speaking, every software company in our market offers the same salaries, plus or minus like ten grand. Um, it's pretty like they all talk, like they all, you know. Yeah. They, they, so, 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 I mean, it's kind of like why, why keep it to, why keep it a one-sided you, conversation? You might get the the occasional company that sprouts up, and they, to be, in order to draw people, they'll temporarily inflate their salaries, or because they need they're they're going into a space that they need a specific skill yeah. set to. But it's generally doesn't last, and if it does, everybody else just kind of acknowledges it and says, "Okay, we're gonna, you know, raise our salaries and." as a consequent raise our rates for everything and the cost of service. And that's just basic inflation there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, I, I think it's a good thing. I, and, and especially when like a third of your comp can be, uh, based on performance, like even if you know, I I, I think, yeah. And I think that's the key to this, right. Is it's not, I don't think it's enough to just have flat, salaries you, you, you need, need so- something to incentivize those high performers yeah um to go above and beyond yeah you you just got news was it today yeah that, we today yeah we you, you you're like you're doing a great job and they're like we're gonna throw you a kicker and this isn't a one-time kicker this is a continual as this team grows you're gonna see more and more money and i you know but that's not a thing that i've experienced before kudos, that's for sure yeah. kudos to you um I, I really appreciate companies that do that. I um I'm, I remember on a on a somewhat related note, I worked for a company at one point where we really struggled with delivering stuff on time. Mm-hmm. Projects were consistently late, and I remember talking to my boss, uh, and I said, "Look, I don't think this is a hard problem to solve." Uh, we did a lot of fixed bid development. So we, we, we bid on, uh, yeah, what we get is what we get. Yeah. We bid on government projects. We, we might say we want to, we're going to bid on this project for a million bucks. If we win it, that's what we make. And I suggested add a 10% kicker to this project. Like what, like instead of bidding a million bucks, bid a million point, 1.1, right? Save that hundred grand. That is your kicker. That is your bonus for when this project is delivered on time and under budget. And be transparent with the team about it. Be like, it's got to be complete. It's got to be good. The client's got to sign off on it. And it's got to be great. And then we have 100K that we're going to distribute. Yeah, Which those are all measurable actions. And on the flip side, if we go over, (laughs) you got 100K to 
to, to eat the fluff. To eat the fluff. And you can yeah. say to people, well, the reason you guys didn't get your bonus was because you went over and we had to use that. Um, and it could be a sliding scale. Like if it was like a week late, you'd have a, still a bonus, but it'd be less or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that was my answer. I was like, you, this is not a hard problem to solve. Just get, financially motivate people to to yeah. get work done. Which is funny because in, in, we, we've had this discussion about motivations. That's not how everyone operates. Like I know I'm not traditionally a money-motivated person, but as a collective group, it, it might you know it, yeah. it might impact them Gener differently. Generally, most people are, and even you, like you're not financially motivated, but you were happy about that kicker that you got. Like, well, it, it's more about the recognition of it, right? Like, yeah, you know, like it, sure, like that that's a bonus, but it's like, oh no, like there's something that you're. If I doing were to right tell here. you that I value you dollar amount much, and I give you more dollar amount, you whether you needed that dollar or what, you feel more valued. And that is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember, I remember having that conversation with my boss and he's like, no, I can't do that like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. They're, they're not going to get the project done and I'm going to be out money. I'm like, no, it's, this is not a hard problem to solve. Like when you, when you have a team that they get paid the same amount of money, whether they fail or succeed, they're what there, there's no incentive to be. Yeah. Well, we can dangle a, a performance based bonus at the end of the year. But those are never like that's an aggregate. Well, right? and it, and it's so. never you never know what it is. Like you you don't you eat the it was never at least at the companies I worked at previous previously because this is the first time I worked for a company where like I know the revenue and I know the if I make this much money I make this much. Everything's hyper transparent. Yeah, I I see how much money my department's making on a weekly basis, and. I know exactly where I am. I've never had that level of transparency. It's great. But um, yeah, like we never knew that. So like going into the new year when we were thinking about bonuses, I like I, I never knew like, you know, sure, we might have made $8 million, but our expenses might have been nine, mm -hmm. right? And we had it. So it's like it's hard to convince people to work hard for a whole year for a bonus they, they don't understand and they can't really grasp, like, that's really hard to do. Which, another thing too, like, bonuses should be paid out quarterly. Like, I, I, I'm a firm believer in that. Like, an annual bonus is kind of silly because people don't, like, think that far out. Like, no, for sure not. Oh, e even quarterly, I think, for a lot of developers that I've worked with in the past have struggled with that too. Because, right, they're, they're very one-track focused, like, they're looking at this project, yeah. It, and if it's if it takes them one day versus a month, that's what they're looking at right now. Yeah, I think I think the company we work for they pay it out every month. Or I I don't I haven't been there long enough to know, but um the there's there's like monthly bonus payouts, quarterly, and then annual. But it's it's done in a way where like you're constantly incentivizing top performance. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I the the whole and and my, my wife she works for a software company well she works for a company and she does software it's the same with her she's like i'm like what's your bonus gonna be she's like i don't know i i think we did a good job and i might get a couple thousand dollars or i might get a gift card to costco um that like that doesn't drive performance it, yeah it, if if you know i have to get these things done and i get this much money as a result of it it's going to drive performance yeah so that's my rant.